Okay, you maybe saw the title of this episode and you may be thinking, Matt, I cannot learn one more tech tool. Like I am so done with technology in 2020. Okay, so before you freak out, don't worry. These three tech tools, you can learn how to use all of these in under five minutes. And the actually the first one, under 30 seconds. So you can use all of these today to increase student engagement in your choirs. All right, let's get into it. Here we go. And welcome, my friends, to the Choir Director Corner podcast. My name is Matt Walker. I'm your host, Thanks so much for stopping by and joining me for today's episode. I hope you are doing well, you are staying healthy, staying safe out there as we get closer and closer to the holiday winter break. The countdown is on from both teachers and students. So we are all getting ready for that. So as I mentioned in today's intro, I've got three tech tools here for you that you can start using today. They're very simple, very easy to learn, and immediately you can start incorporating these. Now, I had a conversation with a good friend of mine, also a choir director recently, and I brought up one of these, and he said, Matt, I cannot learn another tech tool. Like, I just don't have the patience. I just I just can't do it anymore with all the different types of technology we've been incorporating for this year, right? And I said, look, this one is super easy. This first one literally takes 30 seconds to uh, to learn how to use and to incorporate, and it's really going to change uh, how you do things and improve the quality of how you do things. And he kind of looked at it really quick. It's like, oh, yeah, this is super easy. So let's get right into it. Number one, the first tech tool is Vocaroo. Now, this is a website. So Vocaroo.com, V-O-C-A-R-O-O.com. And I came along Vocaroo because uh, in our program, all of our students have Chromebooks. And so we have been doing recordings uh, on Chromebooks and within Canvas. Our school uses Canvas. And so having students make uh, audio recordings of the different repertoire that we're doing or also, you know, some uh, music literacy assignments and things like that using Soulfish and finding out that the microphones on Chromebooks just are not very good. The kids were doing a great job, but the audio quality is just not what I would like it to be. And so started to brainstorm and troubleshoot and trying to find some different solutions. And that is when I came across Vocaroo. So this is a website. You get to the website and there's literally one thing you can do. It's a big red-orange button that you can use to record. So there's very little distractions when your students come to this website. So they click on that button to record. It gives them the countdown and they record whatever audio they are doing. So this could be a singing project. You know, know, maybe they are just recording an answer to a prompt, right? And so when they are done, they hit stop. 
and then they have a couple of options. They can export that recording. They can listen to it. They can go back and re-record it. If they go back and listen to it and they don't really like it, they can re-record it, yeah? And so when they export it, they can export it as a web link. And so it gives you a URL link. So they copy that link and then they transmit that link to you, however you are communicating with your students and however they are turning things in. And Canvas, I can set it up as an assignment where they submit a website URL as the assignment. So they just take that link, they copy it, they paste it into the Canvas assignment, they click submit, and they're done right? In Google Classroom, they can send that link to you, yeah? If you just want to use email, they can email that link to you. And so then when you get that link, you click on it, it takes you right into your web browser, into that recording, and you can listen to it promptly. So it is simple, 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 easy to use. And what we have started to find now is that our students, instead of recording on their Chromebooks, they can record using their phone, which is going to have a lot better audio quality. So even if they've got their practice tracks, like we're using BandLab, they can listen to the practice track with their headphones on their Chromebook and then have their phone in front of them and they are recording themselves on their phone and then they take that link and they copy it, they paste it, and they send it to us. And so very simple, easy to use, and again, another free tool that we can use. So if you're struggling with a way for students to uh, send you recordings or if the recording quality just hasn't been what you would like, try out Vocaroo. And again, that's V-O-C-A-R-O-O dot com. Again, very simple and totally free to use. The second tool that I want to tell you about today is Cami. Now, maybe you've heard of Cami, maybe not. I'd kind of heard about it in passing in some different forums and finally recently started to check this out. Cami, K-A-M-I. Now, Cami is a Google Chrome extension. So it works right with Google Chrome and then also Google Drive, if you're a Google Drive user. Now, the reason why I came across this is, again, sort of out of necessity in Canvas, trying to get students to annotate a PDF. And they were familiar with Canvas. You know, they've used Canvas before. They've, you know, obviously submitted assignments in Canvas. But when I had them try the annotation tool in Canvas, there were a lot of difficulties. Even though I made a video tutorial and posted it on our webpage, even though I went through it probably five times <laughs> over Zoom, you know, in person with them, still a lot of students having struggles with this. Um, and it turned out that, you know, in a lot of their other classes, you know, they're not using this function. So trying to find something that's a little bit easier for them to use, maybe has fewer obstacles. Yeah. And really that's what these three tools that I'm talking to you about today is removing obstacles. How can we remove the obstacles that are in our students' way in order to get them to engage with us? Yeah. And Cami does that. So what I've looked at doing now is when I have a PDF that I want them to go in, like a, a worksheet, I recently did a music theory review. And so I wanted them to go in and fill out this worksheet. 
worksheet. I've got some of them that are in person, so they can use a paper copy, but then some of them, many of them, are virtual. So how do I get them to do that? Well, this is my solution. So putting that PDF in Google Drive, so then I can share that PDF with them via a Google Drive link. So once they upload the Kami extension, right, which you just go to the Google Web Store, which is chrome.google.com forward slash web store. And I'll put that link in the show notes so it's easy to find as well. They go into the Web Store and they look up Kami, again, K-A-M-I, and they will immediately find that Google Chrome extension. They load that into their Google Chrome, right? It's just, you basically click a button and you add that. And then the extensions are up at the top of Google Chrome, right next to where the web URL is. You scroll over to the right and there's a little puzzle piece that's there. When you click on the puzzle piece, that shows you the extensions that you have. And then there's a little thumbtack by each one. And you simply click on that thumbtack and then a little icon will show up. And Cami, it's a big capital K uh, uh, purple circle that shows up. So once they have that uploaded, you share the Google Drive link with them. They click on that Google Drive link and it's a PDF, right? And so in Google Drive, you get the menu at the top of the screen that says open with. Once they have the Kami Google extension loaded, one of the options is open and annotate with Kami. And so they click on that and it will open up the PDF directly in the Kami uh, atmosphere, the, <laughs> the Kami world, right? It pops open in another uh, in another web window for them. And so then you've got all of the different annotation tools, right? I still use the the, the text box. I think that's the easiest thing where they go and they click right where they want the text box to be. They type in and that's it. Okay. And the great thing about Cami is, is that it's so easy for them to share their work with you, right? There's a, again, at the top of the page in the menu bar, a little box that says share. It's a little three button icon. You click on that and again, that gives them a web URL link. So again, they can copy that link and send that link to you however you want them to send it to you, whether it's email or Google Classroom. Again, I can just have them submit it right inside of Canvas as a web URL in the assignment. And so when they do that, I get that link. I click on that link and boom, it pops up in my web browser. And there is the PDF and all of the work that they have done right there. And again, one of the great features about Kami is it's totally free. So no matter what devices your students have, this is going to be a great tool, but especially if you've got Chromebooks, because it works directly with Google Chrome. It works directly with Google Drive. Yeah, it will upload everything directly into Google Drive for you and for students as well. So again, super easy to use, very user friendly. Again, it's meant for teachers and for students. So it's very uh, simple for students to find everything and to again, share their uh, work with you. So that is Cami. Okay, K-A-M-I. And again, in the Google Chrome Web Store. Now, the third tool I want to share with you, you may be familiar with this one, is Kahoot. Uh, 
And again, Kahoot, it's a great tool for student engagement, also a free tool. There are some uh, features that you have to upgrade to if you want uh, you know, sort of the more premium features. But to start off, you really don't need any of that. The free account works great. Now, I've used Kahoot for a number of things. At the beginning of the year, uh, I am new to my program, so none of my students knew anything about me. So I used it as sort of a, a get-to-know Mr. Walker Kahoot. And so, you know, it was very low stress for them because, you know, they weren't expected to know uh, the answers. And so it was more of just a sort of a trivia game that we played. And so I made up all of these uh, questions about me and some of them were kind of silly and they got to know a little bit more about me and I got to kind of engage with them and get to know them a little bit better too. But then as we've gone on through this, uh, the school year, I've used Kahoot for a lot of informal assessment. So on things like node identification, um, on on Solfege identification, where, uh, you know, there's a key signature and there's a note. And so then it's, it's sort of multiple choice questions. And so then, you know, I give them four options as, you know, what Solfege syllable should you use for this note? And so then uh, they've got the, the options there. And so then for the questions, I can just uh, take a, a screenshot of, of an example of a note, you know, and using whatever software, whatever musical software you want, take a screenshot of that and then upload that JPEG file into the question. So they see the musical example right inside the question. So it's really slick. Uh, but again, node identification, solfege identification, uh, working on key signatures and some music theory. Um, we're going to get into musical terms. We're going to get into topics of vocal technique in this second trimester. And so lots of different ways that you can incorporate Kahoot into your teaching. And if you go into the Kahoot world, there are some Kahoots that are already created and so that uh, you don't even have to create your own Kahoot. You can look and see what's already there and use things that other teachers have developed as well. But again, it's very user-friendly very easy to sign up and to use. I had my first Kahoot, never having used it, I had my first Kahoot up and running again under five minutes. And so it's very easy to put together. And again, made by teachers for teachers. So if you haven't delved into the world of Kahoot yet, that might be uh, something that you look into. And I thought for high school students, I wasn't quite sure. They're really going to think this is kind of, you know, oh, that's what, you know, that's a kid game. Yeah. High schoolers love it just as much as middle schoolers do. Now, one extra bonus tool, if you've done Kahoot before and you're like, ah, maybe you're kind of tired of that. One other thing that you might look at is Jimkit. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. G-I-M-K-I-T. And I actually learned about this from my daughter who is in eighth grade and they're using Jimkit in some of their classes. And Jimkit, very similar to Kahoot, but sort of the scoring system is a little bit different, a little bit more advanced. In Kahoot, you're scoring points every time you get a correct question, right? In Jimkit, it works in sort of imaginary dollars, right? Works in the dollar size. So when you get uh, a correct answer 
when you get a question correct, you get a certain amount of dollars sort of in your score. But if you miss a question, it's like, it's like Jeopardy where you lose that amount as well. But not only that, students can then use those dollars to purchase different power-ups is what they're called. Power-ups or upgrades, yeah? So you can purchase an upgrade where um, you get more dollars every time you uh, get a, a question correct. Or uh, you can use something where you get fewer dollars taken away if you get a question wrong, yeah? So some really cool uh, sort of power-ups and upgrades. And my daughter was saying the classes that she is in that use this, they are really uh, enjoying it. You know, the kids really get into it. So I think middle school and definitely high school, gym kits, you know, if you've done Kahoot, gym kit might be something that you try out. Now, the one negative about gym kit is that it is a paid product. And so uh, on the annual scale, it's like $4.99 a month. It's just under $60 for an annual account. I think if you go month to month, it's $7.99. Now, this might be something that if your school has any sort of budget, you get some teachers together and look at this and say, hey, maybe we can go together and purchase this for our students. One nice thing about GymKit is that there is a 30-day free trial. So you could potentially get into this for 30 days. You know, maybe you do one a week with your students and try it out and see what their reaction is. Is it something that they're super engaged? Maybe even more than Kahoot if you've used Kahoot. Are they really into it? Then maybe at that point, uh, you could think about uh, purchasing it and keeping that uh, account so that you can continue to use it with your students. And you know, maybe you try it out and maybe it's okay and maybe Kahoot is just fine. Maybe they like Kahoot just fine. They don't like this any better. And so you stick with uh, Kahoot if you've got the, the free product. So so those are your three tools plus one bonus, yeah? Vocaroo.com, Kami, the Google Chrome extension, of course, Kahoot, and maybe you look into GymKit, which you can find at GymKit.com, G-I-M-K-I-T.com. So my question for all you listeners out there is, what's your favorite tech tool that you are using to increase student engagement? Are you using any of the tools in today's episode? And if so, how are you using them? I'd love to hear about it. Send me an email to matt at choirdirectorcorner.com. Again, that's M-A-T-T at choirdirectorcorner.com. And let me know. And for more tips and rehearsal strategies, as well as more ideas on how to utilize tech in your choir classroom, hop on over to our free Facebook group. It's the Choir Director Corner private group for some more ideas. And you can find that group at www.choirdirectorcornergroup.com. Well, my friends, that's it for today's episode. Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Take care of yourselves. And I will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Choir Director Corner Podcast. Don't forget to check us out over on Facebook at www.choirdirectorcornergroup.com. <laughs>